0: Good evening, Patriots. And it is Saturday, April 2nd in the year 2022. And if you thought that taking the weekend off would make the world less crazy, nope. It's just cooking along. And whatever triggered the entire trans movement, they've just gone on steroids and it's everywhere. It's like, ever walked around when you're like in a downtown San Francisco when it was really San Francisco and not a human poop collection center. But in the old San Francisco, down on the pier, in the wharf, when you'd walk around and there were pigeons everywhere, you couldn't step anywhere without stepping in poo. Pigeon poo. It's what it feels like right now when we're walking around and stepping in trans poo. It's everywhere. It's ridiculous. I'll tell you. All right, before we begin tonight, I'm going to let you listen to a little piece I played today kind of set the conditions. Here we go. I'm going to ask you to think critically for just a moment. Jeffrey Epstein and everything that he was supposed to have done to kids. Did he ever lose access to his bank accounts? He did not. What about Ghislaine Maxwell and all the stuff that she was accused of doing and actually got indicted for and charged with and found guilty of? Has she lost access to her bank accounts? She has not. What about the guys in the black book, the little black book that is being protected by a judge in New York? What about them? Have they lost access to their bank accounts?
1: They have not who has Canadian truckers and the my pillow guy? you awake yet?
0: Yeah, are you awake yet? If not, get your my pillow that 's what you need right now anyway that 's an absolute true statement right there. the um whole principle of this. Is going blind by people and it, I'm really kind of stunned at the mass of people that continue to be awake. Let me rephrase that the mass of people that continue to be asleep. <laughs> that kind of didn't work. Did it? Nope. I was like, what did I just say? Like, Nope, that didn't work at all. My though, in all seriousness, my makes this possible every night. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is our Bards Nation landing page. It is a place that you can get some of the best sleep products on the market, and sleep is important right now in this time of unbelievable warfare on your mind. They are also a company that has stood for liberty like no other, led by Mike Lindell. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S get amazing savings. There's great savings on the Giza cotton sheets, which are absolutely incredible. And you also have the classic MyPillow. Giza Giza cotton sheets are down to 60% off. MyPillow classic is down to 1995 or 1998. And then you've got a new Giza cotton pillow, which is awesome. Men's and women's sleepwear. They're awesome products all the way around. And it's a company that just fights for liberty all the time. So you can use your promo code BARDS anywhere on the MyPillow site, the Frank Speech site, and, of course, on the MyStore site. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. If you want to speak to a Patriot Pillow counselor, you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939, and you will get to speak to somebody who can walk you right through all the products you're going to need. Use your promo code BARDS, and you're off to the races. So we're in a pretty crazy time. I think this kind of sums it up right here in six seconds.
2: We live in a world where intelligent people are silenced so that they won't offend stupid people.
0: Pretty much. I couldn't say it better. That's it. I want to read you this post. (laughs) This post is outlandish, actually. I'm going to qualify. It's not for me. But it's still outlandish. This was posted by the dissident priest. The headline of the uh, picture is... Elton John and David Furnishes, Sweetest Family Photos. And in there you have Elton John and David Furnishes with two little boys. And the dissident priest writes, this is from Telegram, What business do two old fags have with young children? Elton John is 74 and his rectal partner is sixty. Sorry, that's epic right there. What message does this send to society? Why are we surprised about the unfolding transsexual tragedy? True statement right there. Wow. And, of course, if you haven't checked out the picture of in the latest updates of Justin Bieber's, Bieber Bieber, his Haley Bieber, that's a man's jaw right there. That's all I'm going to say. They're all, you know, all these people literally we're finding out the truth because there's not one of them that isn't married to some gender flip. I'm telling you right now. Now, this is kind of disturbing, but I'm going to read this whole post. It's a series. It's a thread and that was put out. I think it's off of Twitter. It doesn't matter. It, it's, I'm going to read through the whole Twitter. I want you to re- hear this because this really sums up a lot of what's going on right now. And it's dark. This agenda is dark. So this is by Josh Dawes at Josh Dawes, and it reads, I'm seeing a lot of people on the right share this meme, and the meme is, don't make me tap the sign, it's a, it's not rocket science, guys, there's just evil, and they're just evil and want to diddle kids, so that's the meme with um, from Homer Simpson, and so he writes on, While it may be a strong satirical response to those who get lost in the nuance, it fundamentally fails to recognize why the left wants to talk to your kids about sexuality. Let's connect some dots. Now, this is important. I want you to listen carefully to this because this guy wraps up a lot in a few posts here, and it's really powerful. The left doesn't want to diddle kids. I might disagree, but at least some of them don't. They want, to create a little, they want to create little revolutionaries to do what they need to sever the bond between students and the parents they believe are raising their kids, their children, to be hateful bigots. In order to sever the bond between parents and their children, the left is using a two-pronged approach, critical race theory and radical gender ideology, properly known as queer theory. And the two are not unrelated sets of ideas. They are two parts of the same strategy. Listen closely. CRT is usually the first step of ideas to be introduced. This is often enough to radicalize racial minorities, but it's merely step one for white or white-adjacent students. CRT installs in these students a negative self-identity as they're taught to believe They're recipients of enormous privilege that was stolen from others and that they are complicit in historic and ongoing injustice. In child terms, they're taught to believe they're bad. Apart from the shame and guilt, this also gives them a worldview at odds with the one their parents grew up with and are trying to pass on to their kids. Step one is complete. Once CRT is done tearing down these kids and leaving them with a negative self-identity, queer theory, or QT, is introduced and offers them a wide assortment of positive identities to choose from. Instead of living with the shame and guilt of being a member of an oppressive, dominant culture, these students can be celebrated for coming out as gender, non-binary, and pansexual. Or pansexual. Probably is an and in there somewhere too. In an instant, these kids can trade their negative self identity and all the accompanying guilt and shame of being an oppressor for a positive self identity as much venerated oppressed minority. At this point, the left desperately wants this new identity to stay at school so it has time to be cemented before the parents find out. In the guise of helping these students, stu- schools withhold this information about their child's new identity from mom and dad. Once the parents do find out about their child's new identity, it's firmly in place and an adversarial relationship between the child and parents has been manufactured. It takes extraordinarily deft parenting to repair the relationship once it has reached this stage. The parents' tendency to overreact and push the child further into the arms of the woke radicals who now have little revolutionary they wanted from the beginning. The bond between the parents and the child has been severed, ending the perpetuation of hate and bigotry. The left is determined to replicate this process in as many families as they can, using whatever means at their disposal. It's not about diddling kids, it's about capturing the minds of impressionable children and diddling kids. I'm adding that part. Unfortunately, this creates environments where actual predators can thrive. When young children are isolated from their parents, encouraged to adopt different beliefs, and keep secrets from their parents, they are made easy targets for abusers, part of the left's plan. Hear me loud and clear on this. Most teachers love the kids in their classrooms and want to do the best for them. Most teachers are communists, let's be clear. They have had their empathy for these students weaponized against them for by leftist activists promoting educational programs that sound nice and caring. Let's be clear. I'll be clear. Teachers are weak-minded. Teachers are in the job because of their dampers program. And whatever they started their job with, they cease to become teachers because they're more interested in preserving their job than standing up for what's right for a child. That's the truth that can be provable. Continuing. Highly empathetic teachers are being used to promote this agenda, unaware of an insidious purpose. I would add highly stupid teachers because they're being used willfully. An example, I recently saw a teacher at a Christian school announce that she would no longer be using the words mom, dad, or parents in her classroom. She should be fired. That whole piece right there lays out very clearly what, you're, what we're dealing with. This is an organized agenda to go after the kids. We've been saying that the whole time. And the teachers disgust me. I've said this all along. We have to fire every teacher. And if you're a teacher out there and you're offended by this, I'm sorry. You're part of a cult that is refusing to stand up and doing what's right for kids. And it's absolutely sick. Schools have turned into indoctrination camps. And it's not just Biden. This has been going on. It went on under Trump. It went on under under Obama. This entire thing is a mess. It's both grooming and it's both subduing. They're grooming the kids to make them eligible for the pedophiles, and they're subduing the minds of the kids to break the relationship between the child and the parent. It's as sick as it gets. And I am, it infuriates me. Parents, get your kids out of school. Period. End of story. Get your kids out of school. It's indoctrinating the children. It's ridiculous. So that's the, at the core of that little piece right there. Now listen to this little compilation of quotes.
2: I'm going to tell it to you straight. I'm going to tell you the truth. Our darkest days are ahead of us, not behind us. And now is the time when things are shifting. We're going to, there's going to be a new world order out there. Let's clap for that, you stupid bastard. This will be the time because you really need uh, world order, financial world order.
3: This alternative vision argues that ordinary men and women are too small-minded to govern their own affairs. That order and progress can only come when individuals surrender their rights to an all-powerful sovereign. We are here to developed a great narrative, the story for the future, that in order shape the future. You have to imagine the future. You have to design the future.
0: And then you have to execute. And they are trying to execute the future right now. This is a war. a very, very real war. And it's a war based on ideologies and on the fragile minds of children. Their view is very simple. Kill the elderly. This is classic well, you, you want to call it communism or you want to call it corporate tyranny. Same thing. You kill off the elderly. There's the wisdom class. You wipe them out. Remember what I told you in Afghanistan when the Russians were there? What was the, one of the main roles of Spetsnaz? Now, remember, this was the USSR, not the Russia under Putin. So it was the Soviet Union then. What was the, one of their main missions of Spetsnaz? That's their special operations groups. Was to assassinate the elderly. Why? Because if you killed off the elderly, then you were able to wipe out the wisdom class and all the wisdom that they would be there to remind people of what happened in the past and to guide them through to a future. So you, they're doing the same thing now with the shot. They targeted the elderly. They still target the elderly. And I'm not going to let go of the fact that there is not a single person in any level of this society that's speaking in public space of federal-level office that is telling you to stop the injections, not one. Other than now, I guess, according to Trump, it's all over and we're all done with COVID, and we'll just brush under the rug all those deaths. So you wipe out the elderly class, you wipe them out, and then what you do is you indoctrinate the children. But here's the problem, is that the United States... There has been a strong core of nationalism. And that's difficult to overcome. It's not difficult to overcome when you play the race card with blacks. Too many black Americans think that they're entitled to something. Too many black Americans still think they require a free phone and a free paycheck because they got sucked into the welfare trap that came in under Johnson. And it broke them. Too many... Too many black Americans are st- still in that slave mentality and think that they are owned something. That is not in Martin Luther King's statements ever, but it's in theirs now because the communists have taken in control of their teachings. And it's always amazing how it's white people telling them this and they're buying it. So now you corrupt, you create division, which they're doing brilliantly at the youth class, so that blacks and whites are now at odds, and now that they've flipped the script, so what was before whites were dominant over black, now they're putting blacks dominant over white, and then you go right after the Christian base, the strongest Christian base is the white base, and you go after that, and you get these kids to believe that they are of, an, of a superior race that has entitled, and you break them with guilt And you pound that into their teachings in every angle that they're exposed to. So it is a complete immersion into indoctrination of breaking the will. And what you end up doing is you fracture their way of believing. That's a process of MKUltra indoctrination. And then you replace them, their identity, with a new identity. This is textbook MKUltra. Textbook. And that new identity gives them a relationship and they decide that, oh, well, I guess I don't want to be a man. I want to be a woman. Oh, I don't want to be a man. I want to be an it. I want to be a gender neutral because I can't, I don't like either one. And it is all the white class that starts getting screwed up. This is a war on the white race. And this isn't some sort of fascist statement. Take a look at what's going on across the globe. It is a, it is a constant war on the, on the European descent class over the entire globe, Australia, Europe, United States, and we are at the epicenter of being eliminated. And as Russia's pulling the plug on the deep state in Ukraine, what's happening in the West? All the Western world is, instead of fighting outward to Russia, they're using the Russian incursion into Ukraine to start putting the squeeze on their population here in the States and to literally crush their own people starting with the christian base. It's a pretty ugly time. Very ugly time in fact. But of course we've got that whole thing about that vax. This keeps floating out there. Take a listen to this.
1: The next uh, our next uh, presentation is from Mr. Steve Kirsch. Uh, he's a former Silicon Valley tech executive. Um, when the pandemic started, he created the COVID-19 Early Treatment Fund to fund researchers working on repurposed drugs, including fluvaxamine which is shown to reduce death from COVID by a factor of 12. Uh, that's amazing. That study was featured on 60 Minutes. Steve also writes a popular COVID-19 newsletter on Substack and has testified in front of the U.S. Senate regarding the pandemic response. Steve, thank you for joining us. Over to you.
3: In other words, you take the 10,000 deaths in VAERS, you multiply it by 41, you get 410,000 deaths. Now, if those people weren't killed by the vaccine, what killed them? Nobody wants to answer that question. You know, it's the same with the insurance company. You know, the insurance company executive in Indiana thought he was just talking to his peers when he mentioned that there was a 40% increase in the third quarter in deaths of people under 64. That's not supposed to happen. If you look at the insurance statistics, they're all flat. They're all, it's the same number every year. And now it just jumps 40%. How does that happen? That's a 12 sigma variation. It can't happen by chance. So it didn't happen by chance. Something caused that. Something caused, this is like the greatest cause of death in human history. And nobody knows what it is. I talked to embalmers. Embalmers are the end of the line, you know, they're right before you go six feet under. I talked to embalmers. I talked to one embalmer, 93% of her cases, that's what they call the dead bodies, they call them cases. 93% of the cases had these blood clots that had never been seen before the vaccines rolled out. Now she's seen those blood clots in 93% of the people that she embalms. This is the greatest killer of mankind. This is the worst cover-up in in human history. 150,000, probably more than that, probably 400,000 Americans have been killed by the U.S. government.
0: Yeah, they sure have. Operation Warp Speed it's done a wonderful job. And according to Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, all of those that are fully vaxxed by the fall, 30 and over, will have some form of AIDS, VAIDS, which is... Vaccine-induced immune deficiency, 100%, according to Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. This is the world we live in, engineered by a government to divide us, to keep us divided, perpetuated by educators who are willfully part of an agenda to divide people that are going after the children and the youth to make sure that there's legacies of this division that can't be undone this is the world we live in. We're in a bifurcated world, and there's not going to be an easy bridge to the other side. These are all Satanists in one way or another, and those that are buying into these agendas, even if they claim to be a Christian, they're not because they're following agendas that are completely built around division and hate. Progressive, Progressive inclusion is garbage. And this is the challenge that we face that we are going to have to continue to make to literally make a breakaway economy. So if you have your children in school, get them out. You're exposing them to damage that you're not going to be able to repair and worse, you're not going to be able to get hold of it because once it embeds in them, it's done. You're going to have to accept the consequences of your inability to react to a problem that is right before you right now. But don't worry, our leadership in D.C., I'm sure, will handle this well.
1: Well, freshman Republican Madison Cawthorn is under fire here on Capitol Hill from members of his own party for comments that he made, presumably linking GOP lawmakers to sex parties and cocaine. All these people, a lot of them that I've you know, i looked up to through my life, always paid attention to politics, guys that, you know, it, then all of a sudden you get invited to, like, well, hey, we're going to have kind of a, a sexual get together at one of our homes. You should come. They're like, what, what did you just ask me to come to? Yeah. Uh, and then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Yeah. Uh, or, or the fact that you know, there's some of the people that are leading on the movement to try and remove you know, addiction in our country. And then you watch them do a key bump of cocaine. Republican leader Kevin McCarthy says that those comments couldn't be further from the truth that Cawthorn had no evidence. He called those comments unacceptable. And today I asked some other Republican lawmakers who said that they were outraged by what Cawthorne said. What did you make of those comments? Well, irresponsible. Irresponsible what he's saying can't possibly be true. I just think it puts us in bad light.
0: <laughs> yeah, it puts you in a bad light, having orgies and snorting coke. That's kind of a bad light, especially since we know it's probably true. I mean, I don't even think it's a question of truth, and you can tell these guys know it's truth. They're sitting there like, uh the, uh well, that was irresponsible. What was irresponsible? The fact he told the truth and you all don't want it known to the public. Or the other one, this can't possibly be true. Why not? I'm sure Pizzagate's a crazy thing, too. I'm sure it has nothing to do with it. And I'm sure Lindsey Graham was never the sex slave of John McCain, either. I'm sure that's just a rumor, too. But what the heck? This is the group that's leading this nation, the same group that's trying to—all of them. Ask yourself why— They are all in bed with, well, probably. That might be a bad reference, but it's probably truth to that. While they're all together, you know, the problem is we even, any way we describe this, it just gets, it's sickness in your mind. It just, it's like, I I can't even, I just want to throw up. These people that are supposed to be leading the country, these people are now in supporting, for the most part, a potential Supreme Court nominee who is not only easy on pedophiles, but easy on pedophiles who raped a, a baby of, what was it, like five months. Why do you think they would vote for somebody like that? We all know why they would, because you vote for that which will be like you and protect you in case of a legal case, Right? Getting the idea, understanding where this is at. But again, don't worry, because the future is bright since the Fed
1: is offering you a new currency coming up. Let me show you a collaborative effort between the Boston Fed and MIT. They have already claimed to have created the code for the U.S. digital dollar. It's called Project Hamilton. It's out in the open. The name is significant, as Hamilton was the first to advocate for a central bank. Make no mistake, The digital dollar is all about centralization and control. That's why they say in these projects, why they say we can't use blockchain because we need to be able to see it's the opposite of what digital currencies like Bitcoin were created for. Keep in mind, Biden's executive order a couple of weeks ago asked the Fed to solve the digital dollar puzzle. But the Fed has already announced they've solved it. You can go to their website and even collaborate on code writing. The entire 35-page white paper is published online. So, what did they come up with? It's exactly what we feared it would be. Blockchain makes Bitcoin a juggernaut in privacy and decentralization, but the new digital dollar doesn't use blockchain. The Hamilton system, controlled by the Fed, verifies all transactions. There would be a record of everything you spend your money on. OK, there'd be no privacy. OK, and the Fed is your banker. There would also be no auditing of what the Fed does with the money. They could generate $10 trillion and give it to Hunter Biden and no one would ever know. Well, there would be a Russian hookers and cocaine, so we might figure that one out. Financial experts are already screaming that this will be the end of the banking system. If you've already tried to decouple from the large banks and gone to local small banks and credit unions, the digital dollar will destroy them. Now, with that said, also the big banks. But who cares, because the big banks just have fancy names like Bank of America. They're all owned by the Fed, it's one group, one big
0: happy family that controls your money and controls and is trying to force everybody into the CBDC, the central bank digital currency. The only option in all of this is deciding not to play. And the reason I built this collage tonight, as I will as I do it pretty regularly every night now, is because I, I'm trying to just make sure it's clear that this. Network of insanity that we're part of, even if we're on the peripheral edge. If you're in this system, you're going to be victimized by this. And the greatest victims right now are our elderly and our children. But that is, once they get that mastered, they'll turn the system on its head. The classic technique used by every bit of these, it's really a Khazarian mafia insurgency, is what it ends up being, because it's it's what was used in Soviet Russia. It's what was used in Maoist China. And it's what they're trying to use on us here. And what they do is they destroy the elderly, as I was saying before, and they go after the youth. But it's once they get the youth indoctrinated and separated from their children, they turn the youth on their parents. And they turn the youth to turn in their parents. And they turn the youth to turn on the middle, middle body of the country. And that's why you always see these numbers, like in Russia, 30 million people exterminated. China, 30, 40 million people exterminated. They have no problem doing it. And part of this food shortage is coming. It's classic textbook. They're making these, they're engineering these shortages. They're engineering these shortages so that you'll be crippled. You will not be able to financially function unless you accept their CBDC, which will go along with a digital pass. And they're going to financially cripple you because you're not going to be able to eat unless you've stocked up food. But what they don't, haven't gotten rid of yet here is our, our weapons. Don't think they won't try. They're going to try. So if you're one of those clowns that thinks it's a good idea to go along with turning your weapons in for cash, don't stop being a clown. And, but what they'll end up doing to do this is they're going to break the financial system down so far that people are going to be desperate for money. Trust me, this is coming. And people that are reliant on the banking system and are reliant on the food network system run by corporations, the options you're going to have are going to increasingly be compliance or die. That's their model. So, they're going to be pushing you to say, Give up your, you're going to have to give up God. That is not going to be an option. They're just not going to tell you that. It's going to be a consequence. And you're going to have to agree to a CBDC, their form of a digital dollar, which they call the Hamilton Project. And you're going to have to likely be vaxxed, though they'll probably come up with some super vax that you can. If you haven't been vaxxed before, you can just get one shot and it'll all take care of you, which we know what that'll be like. And all that tech that you've missed out on before, it'll be brought to you in one special shot. As they continue to their march towards killing off and damaging as many people as possible, because a society that has a large percentage of its people suffering from an immunal deficiency has to be dependent on immunal boosting drugs. That's a boon for the pharmaceutical industry, and it means that they've got people by the throat. They, they have got them as slaves. And those that are waiting around, not growing food, not taking responsibility to set up a sovereign lifestyle, they're just going to sweep you right up. And there isn't going to be much option. There is an option if you fight this in a concerted effort in a county-by-county model. I think we're going on two years talking about this now. And there's a lot of good initiatives that have cropped up around the country. And we'll try to get more of those initiatives featured on the show. But the time is critical. And I talk this every night because the principal part of county by county isn't setting up a pyramid. Understand that. It's not putting a single eye at the head and then everybody obeys underneath. The principle of county by county is to spread this out as God would make a forest so that it's sprouting up organically across the entire world, hopefully. That means sometimes it's a household effort, sometimes it's a community effort, sometimes it's a county effort. Eventually, it becomes a full county. But people have to take accountability and responsibility for their lives. You don't have time to waste. If you're still working in a corporate job and you have not made provisions to move off and earn a living, get busy. That means start creating a side business now. If you don't have skills that you can rely on outside of this, that you can barter and trade, get some. Go to the community college. Start taking a welding class. Go to the community college and start learning how to work on cars. Go to the community college. Learn about pressing wine. I don't know. Get something going. Or get a bunch of books and get busy. The way out of this system is not to be trapped. We are literally in the same position as the Israelites in Egypt. There is no difference here. The only difference is we haven't physically grabbed our things yet to walk out the door to migrate to a specific place. It's more about exodus in place and exodus by ideology and exodus by way of life. But I've been talking about an Exodus 2.0 for four or five years now. And that's no joke. This is where we are. And in no way am I trying to say, I told you so. But at the same time, it's been talked about here regularly. So I hope people are listening. Because I know when I first introduced that idea, people are like, you can't say that. It's not biblical. I'm like, look, I can say what I want because it's true. We have one way out of this, and that's to do an Exodus. And the Exodus is walking with God and walking with that relationship in Christ, but it is listening and walking in a way in our lives that takes us away from the dependency that we willfully accepted in this corporate architecture. We gave up the intimacy and trust in Father to gain the quick relief from the wide gate, which came from forms of credit cards and debt and great benefit packages at work all at the expense of the values and morals of who we are as a nation. Harsh, but true. And at one point or another, every single one of us owns that truth. And it's just a sad truth. Let me read you something here. It's pretty interesting. Why people can't see truth. Yuri Bezmenov, Bezmenov, who was born in 1939 and died in 1993, was a KGB informant and disinformation expert who defected to Canada. By the way, his videos are online. You can look him up. He is best remembered for his anti-communist lectures and books in the late 1980s. And here's some quotes. Exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who is demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell him nothing. Even if I shower him with information, with authentic proof, with documents and pictures, he will refuse to believe it. Sound familiar? That's the tragedy of the situation of demoralization. Demoralization, as he uses, is the loss of morals in a society. And so these last bullet points, once people's morals have been debased, that's that's the effectiveness of demoralization, education becomes indoctrination, entertainment becomes hypnotism, criminals become leaders, and lies become truth. As a society, we have moved a long, long ways away from our relationship with God as a movement especially in bard's nation we have moved a long long ways back towards that intimate relationship with god that's the center and core of the bifurcation of this world it is essential that each and every person start taking responsibilities for how we live and and we are accountable to god as how we live that isn't like some extra thing it's not like we go to church and we sit in church on Sunday and then on we get back on Monday. We're like, oh, I got a hard week of work. I guess I can just do whatever I want. The next Sunday I'll go over and I'll get myself saved, throw myself in there, about $10 bill on that plate, and I'll be good. Praise the Lord. Doesn't work like that. Does not work like that. We are walking a very, very powerful path right now a path that demands that each and every breath and step, we are seeking that relationship and knowledge that God's giving us. And that's that's a focus, and that's a commitment, and that's a dedication. And that means that we have to call out evil when we see it. We have to call for truth when we need it. And when it demands it, that means we have to call out wrong when it's there. Ask yourself, with all this stuff that's going on with this Trans explosion. Why aren't churches speaking out boldly about it? Where are where is the pulpit banging going on to say this is morally wrong? It is morally debased. It's not happening. So that's our obligation to either to challenge the church on it or to break away. And what is the first pillar in county by county? Home churches. Look, God. God is going to. Do his work in this land. And there will be an accounting for all of this time. And I'm not going to peg it where that is in the timeline of the Bible. I just, if we read the Bible, it always ends up happening. And especially when we see this much debased living, this much debauchery, this much deviation from what God has said is right and wrong. I'll put it like this. If Even if you're an agnostic and you go, well, I don't want to believe in God and Christ. Oh, I'll tell you this. I'll just put it to you this simply. You can believe in Mother Gaia if you want. The fact of the matter is, even in the natural order of things, any system that gets this far out of whack of the normal systems of the way life works gets crushed in the systems of nature. Crushed. So if you don't want to believe in God, which I hope you do, but you want to believe in this Darwinian stuff. And by the way, Darwin was a hand puppet of the Rothschild, so I hope you enjoy that little truth. The fact of the matter is that even these people that are over here going, well, I don't believe in God. I'm going to believe in the green thing. Well, good, because the green world is going to crush you anyway. I would get rid of you. If I was Mother Gaia, you'd be the first one out the door. What a, Where in nature does this perversion exist? It doesn't. Man has moved itself so far out of the existence of a natural order and balance of things because we have, they have been brainwashing people to believe that they can live extra and exterior to the natural balance of systems. That does not work. Nothing in the end works that way. This system is going to come and collapse one way or another, and that freight train has already left the station. And now what you're seeing is a desperation by an elite class to try to cause as much damage as they can on the way out, knowing that if they can get people to hate themselves and fight, and look, I'm just going to be blunt, not promoting hate, but I'm not going to stand by and watch this trans movement come up and and go after kids. They represent about 1% of the entire population. They're going to tell you it's more, it's garbage, about 1% and most of the people that they're saying that are them are saying they identify as them, which doesn't mean anything. That means you've screwed up with their head. That's what identification means, that you've been they've been screwed up at some level to believe that they're something other. They've been MK-altered. So this whole piece is a time when we have to continue to work more boldly in the Word of God. We have to take the... That commitment we, we have every day to building up our sovereignty in our homes, making sure that we are breaking away from the corporate yoke, getting ourselves walking as independent from that as possible. And much of that is a mindset. It's a mindset that when you begin that committed path, you will continue there. God will lead you. I went through a list today, this morning, in fact, before I went out in the garden and I was... I had to smile. I had a bunch of stuff up on the whiteboard. I was—I am was going to redo the whiteboards tomorrow, and it was a long list of objectives I wanted to get done. And some of these things have gone back to last summer, and I just started putting my nose to the grindstone. And they included things that I needed to get for this t- for this time that we're in now. The things I needed to do and accomplish. And you know what's really amazing? When I started that list, I said, "Man, that is a long list. I don't know if I can accomplish that." I'm down to like five things on that list that I will have all of them done by the end of April, with the exception of one that might take me into May, in fairness, to be honest. And that's because I just, I listened to God, I put my trust in God, and I just pushed forward and said, I don't know how I'm going to get them done. I don't know how financially I'm going to get them done. I don't know how physically I'm going to get them done. But this is what has to happen. And a year later, I look back and I went, wow. God's amazing because I just trusted in God. I said, God, and I literally, as I put these things up, it was just coming through me. And I was like, God, is this what you want me to do? And I'm like, I don't know if I can get them all done. And I just said, okay, I trust in you. Let's get them done. And a year later, it's happened. When we put our lean into God and what we need to do, it is a focus. And so if we're orienting ourselves to say, Father, I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to walk in that path with you. And I'm going to get these things done. I don't know how, but every day I'm going to try to get something done. And it's like little pieces at a time. And pretty soon you look around and like, wow, you really led me and we did it. And that's the truth. So when I say get yourself in a sovereign mindset, get yourself directed, start walking that way, it's every breath, it's every step because this world that we're seeing, this collage that we look at almost every night, this is crazyville. This is clown world. And I don't want to be part of it. I'm going to be honest. I want nothing to do with a world that screws up kids when they're born and they're young. I want nothing to do with a world that finds it okay to abort babies 2 months after they're born up to 24 months that's California's latest rule. That's infanticide. But it's legal now. I want nothing to do with a world that tries to tell me that every single thing I buy I have to it has to be recorded in a central registry. I don't want anything to do with a world that tells me that in 2030 I have to purchase a vehicle that's going to be electric. No, I don't, and no, I won't. We have to innovate this new space. We have to be the innovators of the new world. And what God is doing for us more than anything is he's showing us how corrupt this system is. Lucifer's on a full push right now, and Lucifer's jackals are coming out of the woodwork everywhere. And sadly, these people. They're just, they're out of control. You know, as, as Christians, we were like before, we're like, look, I don't want to know what you do. I don't care. Keep it inside your bedroom and whatever. And that's fine. As far as like, don't bring it into the church. Don't bring it into my life. I don't need to know about it. It's your garbage. As long as it didn't cross the line of the kids. Now it's. Their entire focus in this me sex world is look at me look at what I am look at what I'm going to do to your kids and they're saying it and it's like okay that's enough don't ask us to get along with you because you're you're crossing a line that's far that's that line of intolerance that I've talked about and I talk about every. I, it's in the introduction in every show every Bards FM show that's that line of intolerance because I cannot go there. And I'm not going to sit here and go, well, we can just love and hug him. We can pray for him. It'll be, all be okay. No, I won't. I'll pray for wrath. I'll pray for a Gideon moment. But I am not going to in any way condone this behavior. And worse yet is an entire group that flags themselves under a rainbow flag that is silent on the exploitation of kids. In fact, they see it as okay. Because here's the deal, silence is a vote. And we're not hearing it. In fact, we're hearing about how good it is that that a child has a same-sex parent and how good it is that children have the opportunity to learn about their sexuality when they're three months old or some garbage like that. Every one of us has an obligation now to dig in deeper in with Father, dig in deeper with our relationship with Christ. Every one of us has the obligation, in my opinion, to start rising up and being the more, to raising that sort of the Spirit. That means being vocal and being using our prayer and worship and our hymns more and more outwardly, not just inwardly. We have to bring that to this world. We have to shake it with what God's given us. And that is a powerful tool, a powerful weapon in this fight. And I don't expect to be the poster child for the LGBTQAI movement, just so you know. (laughs) I don't think you're going to find a love card coming from them for me. It goes two ways, though. All right. I beat on that enough. Here's the deal. I've played this before, and this is what it comes down to in two simple pieces. I want you to hear this 24-second piece. I've already played it this week. I'm going to play it again right now. Listen up.
1: So now we're talking about a catastrophe on top of a catastrophe. Because Ukraine, from the breadbasket of the world now to bread lines, we never would have dreamed anything like this would be possible and it's not just decimating dynamically ukraine in the region but it will have global context impact beyond anything we've seen since world war ii all right
0: spain today authorized food rationing gazprom today stopped flow of natural gas to germany the ruble is the only payment that that putin has authorized to accept for gas This shakeup is beginning to happen, and the worst part is our governments, which are the true tyranny, are now allowing this to happen so that they can turn their country's rulership into worse tyrannies than they already are. Biden comes out with a speech on transgenders and identity. Garland has told every state AG, attorney general, that he's going to pursue transgender policies. All of this is being done to to keep people's eyes away from what? The Hunter Biden laptop and the death by Vax. And what? how do those two connect? In the end of the day, it's very simple. The Bidens, predecessing with Obama, the Bidens through Hunter Biden, through Burisma, are tied to the development of this Vax, which ultimately they are getting a kickback from and they are promoting the death of American people. It's that simple. The only way out of this is that we don't play. And we begin by not playing, by taking accountability in a county-by-county model, the seven pillars, which we're going to beat on all week next week, the seven pillars of taking control of our lives and breaking from the system. Listen to this one-minute piece and just remember this.
4: I had a friend the other day. He's still my friend but the other day we had a conversation about what would happen if the grid went down. How would he provide for his family? He told me he had a plan, a plan that would include a couple of months of food that he has stored away right now and then he would plant a garden. What? It doesn't work that way. That only works if the grid goes down in May, April, March. If it goes down in September or October, you're not planting a garden. And what if you don't know how to garden? My first year, I failed miserably. You need to be practicing self-sufficiency now. Grow a garden this year. Right now, it's March. You need to be planting a garden. If not outdoors, starting seedlings indoors. Don't wait until it's too late. Yes, have some food stores to get through, but don't rely on starting a garden
0: when things get bad. Do your garden now. Get your garden going, patriots. That's where it begins. Get some skills uh, underneath you. Be ready. We have to deny them the opportunity of controlling us. On a positive note, remember that when they brought out the $2 bill, they told us that was going to be the new part of our currency. You don't see $2 bills around here anymore. Why? Because people refuse to accept it. All of this comes down to our choice. There are going to be plenty of people that accept this path that they're going to offer. Don't be one of them. There's enough of us out here that are standing strong that we will build and bridge a new economy. It will not be theirs. It will be ours. And more than that, it will be God's. And it's going to take that strength and our walk together to never bow to them that will allow this to happen. All of these pieces that are played tonight in this collage should be impressionable and hopefully in a bad way because it should be a motivation of doing everything you can not to be part of this matrix of hell that they're trying to, ins- to perpetuate. And it's literally that simple. Let's pray. Jesus, we just ask that you'll be with us tonight. And Father, please hear our prayers. We are at a time right now when we are being confronted with some of the worst evil. It's a vile deception of trying to use the idea of inclusion and brotherly love to bring about a, to bring into that fold a group of people that see it as their mission to manipulate and pursue children and the innocent this is a vile deceit and it's a vile betrayal of the concept of Christian values and love father right now we just pray for an absolute breaking of this attack by this evil we pray for the continued revealing of what it is exposing it to light and Also, the dissolving of its power and its control. Most importantly, the the dissolving of its ability to reach into children's minds and impressionable minds. These teachers that are out here willfully being part of that, they need to be silenced. They need to be awakened in their hearts. Their motives need to be revealed of what darkness it is, and they need to make a choice of whether to walk with you and truly be on the side of children or to walk away from their job. And if they choose to stay and to damage them, Lord, we just pray for your hand of wrath. This has to end. Father, we continue to pray for that clarity of each step that we have. We are holding the line. And we seek to hold that line in the way that you want us to. So we have to listen, and we are seeking to listen more deeply. Father, we're not perfect, you know that, and where every opportunity is, we will put ourselves on our knees and open our heart and we will pray for forgiveness. We will pray for the repentance needed, yet we are also here on the front lines of this fight. And these moments right now are deeply challenging because they are harming and attacking the most precious of gifts we've ever been given the innocence of children and the beauty of our parents who often have no way of defending themselves. Fathers, we need to see this rise of the warrior class in the way that you want it. So we pray for that. We're praying for your guidance to raise up this warrior class as you will want it. Not as we desire at times, because our hearts often desire things that are manipulated by this world. So we're looking to you for the clarity and wisdom of what this warrior class can be. It can be many things, Father. It can be Gideon with the blowing of horns and the breaking of pots of light. It can be David with a single stone that destroys Goliath and then scatters the army to the field. It can be Joshua. Joshua. With the raising of the sword and the pummeling of the entire city down to every man, woman, and donkey. It can be Noah of the building of an ark as you wipe out all the evil on this earth. So, Lord, we are praying for the clarity that that we need to move forward. Humbly laying before us, humbly placing ourselves before you. To be the servants and to be the warriors that you want us to be. Hear our hearts, Father, and Jesus. Hear our hearts. You flipped tables and you raised a whip. You also healed the masses. You also fed the masses with a few pieces of bread and fish. You also separated out the def- the fight between the accusers with stones in their hand and the adulteress. So we seek that wisdom. We equally seek that strength and that warrior prowess. Guide us in these times, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We must listen to God on this one. All of us. I will tell you, I, I'm, there are times that my rage just boils when I read what they're doing to kids and what they're doing to people. There's nothing I hate worse than a bully. There's nothing I despise worse than an organized group of bullies that are trying to destroy people for their own agenda. My personal wrath knows no bounds other than what God guides. So I would encourage us all to continue to ask, Father, for that clarity and guidance. I think what we fail to do too often is to ask that. We we seek him to do it, but we need to ask what he wants from us. Let's remember that. Patriots, thank you for being here tonight. I hope you have a very blessed evening. And I hope you have a very blessed Sunday. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into this fight. These are critical things. Keep your prayers up and seek the clarity the Father will give you. Each and every one of us. God is with us. He is never going to forsake us. And in the end, God will win. But we're here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow evening. Four fishers of men, have a wonderful Sunday. Hope you get a lot of planting done, and a lot of good preps done. Take some time to look up and sit quietly with Father and just thank him for the glory of the time we live. We truly are in an amazing time because we have such eyes to see and such ears to hear. And that's the blessing he's given us, as difficult as it may be. So until then or until the next time, God bless, good night, thank you, and out for now.
2: All this time we had to
4: prove that we could stand here too. All the night been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Reaching out for something. freeway that it ease my mind We run away sometimes when belonging becomes something to find We always come back to what we know Keep it close on the cold days, darling Count all the ways where you are safe To hide from the rain